Turn on Jason PJ. Oh, here we go. Yep. The Jason PJ Podcast. Well, that's rude. Is he late? ScoMo's late. Does he have the right number? Just go on, yeah, 131065. <laughs> I think he gets his special online, doesn't he? Stop it? the birthday balls. He should be able to get through. <laughs> um, it's uh, just gone uh, 19 past eight. Uh, Prime Minister ScoMo, uh, we are standing by. He's going to call through and join us. Do I play Miley? Oh. oh, oh! phone line's ringing. Is he coming? Special phone line ringing. Okay, wait. Oh, Scott Morrison, Scott Morrison, Scott Morrison. Remember when I said An- Andrew Daniels to Daniel Andrews? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. You're, not, right. you're not great with the Names. execs either. <laughs> <laughs> Names, executives. Anything. You name it. It is <gasps> budget day. Uh, Prime Minister ScoMo joining us on the air. G'day, mate. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks for um, having me on this morning. Anytime. Um, hey, we want to get to a bit of a scary stat that's dropped this morning regarding the budget. Just before we get to that, um, I need to get your word. If you get COVID, will you be doing a joyride around the hospital car park? <laughs> no, I don't think so, but we've been taking a lot of precautions here right. to avoid uh, getting in that situation in okay, the first place. Excellent. I just don't want to see us doing it as well. <laughs> no, there'll be no donuts in the car park. Right, OK. <laughs> Back of that, ScoMo, how often do you have to get tested for COVID as the Prime Minister? Oh, well, like anyone else, if you have symptoms, and, and yeah, I, right. I had a test a while ago when I had some symptoms, and, and that was all negative, and same when the family has. But PJ, how was your reunion back in New Zealand? Oh, um, oh, th- thanks for asking. Um, yes, I caught up with my boyfriend for the first time in seven months. It was, it was don't really give him, nice. Don't give him too many details. He's the problem. <laughs> the town down there in Cuba Street, or? Oh, look at you. Um, not yet. No, I'm, I'm saving all the all the things to do. But um, hey, Scott, they're still locked up over there, aren't they? No, no, no. Oh, it's opening not. up, is it? Yeah, she yeah, went down the bowls club and had a beer yesterday. Hey, Scott, can you let yep. her back in the country after a couple of weeks, will you? We need her back. Oh, well, Kiwis will be able to come back, um, uh, particularly if they're coming back into New South Wales. Um, obviously, Victoria is a problem, um, yeah. but yeah. there are obvious reasons for that. Um, but uh, hopefully it won't be, be too long before uh, that will open up as well. Um, so we're looking forward to, to Kiwis being able to come on holiday in, uh, in New South Wales, in awesome. the Northern Territory. Um, and also, I think South Australia will follow pretty soon after that so um oh, that's great news yeah um yeah we were just talking about a stat which has come off the back of the budget yesterday after the tax cuts were announced 35 percent of people have said they will actually save the money what what is your message to people with that obviously you want people to spend it but you can kind of understand why they want to save it well it's their money they earned it yeah um, and so they can do with it whatever they like. I mean, I'm not going to tell them what to do with their own money. Um, and particularly when you're talking about tax cuts, this is money they've earned. And a tax yeah. cut is just, is, you know, that's not, that's not the government spending. That's just letting people keep more of what they've actually earned. Uh, and, uh, and our government, I will never tell Australians how to spend their money. But, I mean, you know, they can ask their, their parents if they like or their, their kids <laughs> or whoever, their financial advisors. They're the people who can give them that advice or at least uh, place some demands, particularly if it's their kids. Um, but outside of that... I mean, it's, it's their business, and we respect that. But uh, obviously, I mean, for those who are on lower and middle incomes, we know that they are more likely to spend it than those who are, yeah. who are on higher incomes. And that's why the, the, uh, the majority of, of what's being um, made available through these tax cuts are for people who are learn, earning less than $90,000 a year. I think you made a lot of people happy last night, which they needed. Um, hey, I just wanted to touch on COVID while we've got you this morning, mate. Um, how's the relationship between you and Dan? Is it all good? Fine. Yeah, no, fine. I mean, people talk about this, but, you know, Dan and I are professional 
um, leaders of governments. Okay, put it this way. If you yeah. flew into Melbourne yeah. and you shot him a message about, hey, Dan, can you pick me up from the airport? You reckon he would? <laughs> well, we, well yeah, being both premiers and prime ministers, we tend to have transport arranged. Right, okay. Yeah, they've got it sorted, but, mate. Well, I, I just want to check. If, it, if things weren't good, he might <laughs> reply. You know, if, if I said, let's catch up this afternoon and have a coffee or let's talk about um, Melbourne Airport Rail or, you know, what we're doing yep. uh, down in Geelong or something like that, he'd say, absolutely. Um, I mean, yeah, there's been a few disagreements, but... That's that's pretty normal, but yeah. we're, we're professionals, so we we both have responsibilities. I, I respect the responsibilities he has, and yeah. and he does mine. So we're just going to keep working together. That doesn't mean all the time we're going to agree with everything each other's doing. But yeah. um, I can assure you, the working relationship is 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 very 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 strong. Hey, uh, I know you've got to go in a minute. There's something I want to ask you about. Um, we are doing a bloody tough here, mate, to be mm. honest. And I saw your comment the other day saying, you know, you are worried about Victorians, and rightfully yep. so. Um, you know, it's ups and downs. Uh, everyone's feeling it at the moment. If we don't hit the magic number, which is an average of five cases, if we don't hit that number and Dan doesn't open up, A, do you have the power to step in? And B, at what point will you? Because we need something to look forward to. Well, I understand that, and uh, the the answer to question A is no. The Commonwealth doesn't have that power, right? Um, and and so B then takes care of that. Yeah. Um, but I can assure you, um, and I've sought to do this, as Dan knows. You know, we we raise the issues about their plan directly with them. Um, I don't sort of. I don't go out there and, and, and make public comments about this because I think the way to do that is to just raise it directly, um, mm. not just with him, but out, you know, the officials in my government are working with the Victorian government. Uh, we've provided a lot of input. Um, look, I, I have no doubt that everybody, including the Victorian government, and especially Dan, wants to see Victoria open again. Yeah. Um, you've got to do it safely, so I understand the hesitations. And these are the difficult choices that leaders have to make, weighing up the balance between your economy and, and the health situation. The health will always come first. Yeah. Um, but I think, as New South Wales has demonstrated, um, that you can do both. I mean, there's been a 70% clawback in jobs since the pit of the COVID recession in New South Wales. I mean, that's an extraordinary job well, growback. And I want to see that happen in Victoria. That's what mm. we're struggling with. We're looking at Instagram. We're looking at friends and family in New South Wales, and we're like, how is it working there and just not here? But look, yeah. you know. Well, they've, yeah, and they've, they've dealt with a lot of uh, outbreaks too, and yeah. they've been able to shut them down. But I do know now that Victoria has invested heavily in upgrading their tracing system, and that's mm. great. It, it will, I hope it doesn't get tested in the same way um, that Victoria was tested some months ago, but that's why it's so important, I think, for people in Victoria as things open up. Um, to keep practising those COVID safe behaviours, keep practising the distancing, keep washing your hands, keep doing yeah. all of those things. That's oh, what we're on it. it. Yeah, I, I know, and people know, and I think Victorians have done an amazing job, and Melburnians in particular. And I know it's been incredibly tough. I mean, the treasurer Josh Frydenberg. I mean, he's had to be away from his kids for weeks and weeks yeah. um, as yeah. he's put the budget together, um, and because of how arrangements in Victoria. Hey, uh, but hey, hey, anyway, just, just on Josh, I'll let you go. Thank you very much oh. for your time this morning, PJ. Thought you were falling asleep behind Josh. No, last I said no. You're did. You said Skymo's not enough. Sky no, Skymo, you just look like you were blinking a lot. I was all good. Okay. I was all good. All right. Well, back to bed. Thanks very okay. much for your time this morning. See you, guys. See you, mate. Cheers. Why would you do that? We were going so well. He hates us now. It's Jace and PJ.